Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode where I get to rant I'm just legit going to go on a rant right now about one of the fitness myths that crawls under my skin the the worst. Like it is the worst health and fitness myth that is believed within our society that drives me insane. And I've talked about this myth in almost all of my cycle syncing fitness talks that I do on other people's shows or in their group coaching or when I'm speaking on this topic in any realm. I I really do talk about this myth and it literally crawls under my skin. I get a physical reaction when I say it out loud. I'm like, I just got to come on the podcast today and set it straight. And that myth is that aesthetics is the greatest measure of health and that if somebody looks super lean and you see these muscle striations and you see the six pack or whatever it is that that person is ultimately doing the right thing for best health or optimal health or that they are the icon of a healthy lifestyle Now, when I was a newbie coach and, well, I guess I had started my business for like a year and a half at this point, I got a job at a very prestigious gym. And at this prestigious gym, there was a higher level of person at this gym. And I noticed there was a couple different like categories of people. One were people who were in this for a lifestyle and longevity. And then there was another category of people. And this is only breaking it down into two. And there was there was a lot of people, a lot of different cliques in this gym community. But the other one was like the bodybuilding competitors. And specifically around spring, you would see a lot of these athletes two-ish times a day. And it was like amazing watching them being so disciplined, so committed. I mean, their bodies were absolutely incredible. And I started falling in to this world as well. I started watching how they were training. I started looking at like, oh, who's, whose workout plans are they following? And maybe I could do that. And I was starting to want to fit in with this crowd. And it really did stem from, I loved weight training. Like my journey with weight training started with an at-home weight training program that gave me the confidence to start lifting in the gym and feeling like I knew a little bit about weights and dumbbells. And then I started getting into cable stuff and then programming things for myself. And I was really starting to look at the bodybuilding bikini competitor world specifically as like, I am going to get like that. I'm going to work out like that. I'm going to 
eat what they eat, do what they do and get that result. Because hasn't our society said like, if a person looks that way, they must be doing all of the optimal things for optimal health. And they're just like the perfect depiction of health. It is so false. That is so far from the truth because here's the reality of that world. And this is a generalized statement. This isn't true for every single person in that realm or in that world because yeah, nowadays there are coaches and trainers that support and train their athlete to achieve that type of physique in a way that doesn't drain their hormones, that doesn't slow down their metabolism, that doesn't have a lot of problematic health complications in the future. There's a lot of coaches now that do it right, but back then, so this was like, what, 2012, 2013, that industry, so toxic, so toxic. And I've been out of it for so long, but what you really need to know is, Just because somebody is at the lowest body fat percentage or they have abs or their muscle striations are showing or they're like a size two does not mean that they are the op like the picture perfect depiction of health, right? Because what does health mean to you? What does wellness mean to you? Your definition of healthy and how that feels may be completely different than somebody else's or mine or yours or whatever, right? There is no one cookie cutter way of doing things the the best, right? It has to be defined by you. And what you need to know about some of those like optimal picture perfect bodies that you think are iconic, this is what you need to know about them. Number one, they may have genetics playing on their side. Prior to having children, I 100% had genetics playing on my side for how my body looked and how my body built muscle. Like, And I definitely have some friends that have a, a way easier time building muscle than I do. I have friends who gain you know, body fat in different parts of their body than I do. And so yeah, some of those like Instagram models or bodybuilding competitors or whoever that you're comparing yourself to has a different genetic makeup than you do. You could do the same workout as them. You could do the same meal plan as them. You could have the same daily routine as them. Your body would still look different. Your body would still look different. The next thing that I really want to talk about is that it's not just about how our body looks that portrays our health. Energy, our hormonal fluctuations, other other things that are going on in our body play a role in optimal health and it's not just how our body looks. Because I know when women hit very low body fat percentages, they stop getting a menstrual cycle. And that is not optimal for female health. When 
they are constantly low energy, feeling brain fog, working out for like hours upon hours and only eating like a thousand calories to get stage lean and when they're depleting their body of water, yes they do that, when they're depleting their body of water, they are not feeling very good. They may be cranky and their relationships may not be thriving. Maybe they are thriving, but they may, I mean, there's not a lot of people in that industry that I knew that didn't take their emotional self out, their crankiness on their partners. It was really just something I saw, very standard. And that energy, the way they're living in that realm isn't the optimal depiction of health because to me, Having energy to sustain myself, to have mental clarity and energy for my work and for my family is way more worth it than what my body looks like. What my abs look like mean nothing if I can't get through my day energetically. And a lot, a lot of people who are obsessive about their aesthetics put so much of their energy into that. Okay, so aesthetics is not the main depiction of, oh, that person, what that person is doing is definitely healthier and definitely way better than what this person is doing. Because right now, you guys, I am at a moderate weight of what I've been in in my life. My abs, because I've had two babies and I have a short torso and I have loose skin and my tummy's jiggly around that area, got some diastasis recti. Like I, I don't lift up my shirt to take a picture of my abs anymore like I used to. But you know what? I feel so strong physically, mentally, emotionally, and that is is optimal health and wellness. I feel like I have a great relationship with food. You know, during this time or during that time when I was like, I'm going to look at like what all of these bikini competitors are doing and eating and I'm going to eat those things. And of course it was like um, sweet potato and oats and egg whites. And I was trying so hard to eat those things and like those things but I don't and still to this day oatmeal is not my favorite sometimes I go through bursts of liking oatmeal but oatmeal is not my jam and sweet potatoes are not my favorite I would rather have a red potato I've given them optimal time to see if I like them you know what I'm saying because I know taste buds change over time but I I started developing a negative relationship with food because I was eating things that I'm like oh, well, all the bikini competitors are eating this and I want to look like them. And so it started having a negative relationship with me and food, like fruit. I was afraid to eat fruit for a while because of the sugar in it. Come on, give me a break. And so when I had to start really being like, it's okay for me to have an apple. It's okay for me to have some strawberries. That was so toxic. And really it was when... 21 day fix came out and the portion control containers came out and in my bracket I was 
I was in the B bracket, so it was three servings of fruit a day, and I was so terrified, you guys. I didn't talk about this at all because when you can't when you can't talk about it openly, that's a red flag that it's stupid, right? Like when I was like, oh my gosh, what is my body gonna do when I eat three servings of fruit? Oh my gosh, so much sugar give me a break when you are when you're having disordered eating so eating that is disordered eating when you fear foods that have high quality nourishment that's disordered eating and so some maybe some of those people that you're idolizing have disordered eating is that optimal health and wellness in your definition that's your call. It's not mine. It's definitely not mine. And so it's kind of hard for me where now I feel like Shalene Johnson talked about this too. So I feel like Shalene said it. I totally agree where I feel like now when it comes to being a health and fitness professional, it's not necessarily about the credentials, the experience, the, the strategy or the education. It's about how your own body looks. And if somebody has a banging body and they say they work out consistently and then they, you know, be like, oh, well, I could just create something for them. They sell it like hotcakes because people have this false belief of like, if I do the workout that that person's doing, then my body's going to look like hers or because her body is a size two and she has abs and she has this like tiny little waistline and a and a booty then i'm going to look like her and that is so far from the truth that is so far from the truth because i cannot compare my abs to somebody else who has not housed two babies in their abdominal region yes i can work on rehabilitating my core and making my core strong and helping my diastasis recti, but I cannot get somebody else's abs. But I can focus on knowing my definition of optimal health and wellness when it comes to nutrition and fitness and energy and all of those things and living out in that way. Because it's not about how somebody's body looks. Yeah, that is one element of it. That can be one element of it. But as a well-rounded being, isn't it more than that? Isn't it health and fitness and like optimal thriving health way more than just how your body looks? And when you think about it, your energy, your attitude, your mental health, your physical, your your mental health, your emotional health, um, your relationship with food. It kind of seems like physical health and especially aesthetics is the least important or maybe moderate important, but not of high importance. And yeah, in my 20s, probably aesthetics was the most important Um, component of health and fitness and nutrition to me but as a mom of two kids with multiple businesses and you know wanting to take care of my own personal mental health because I've been somebody who struggled with depression and anxiety and trauma like aesthetics is like low on the totem pole at this point right 
So when you see somebody and just because they got a banging body or they're super low body fat or whatever it is, don't put that on the pedestal of that is the ultimate depiction of health and wellness, or that's the ultimate way everybody should be doing things because then we'll all look like that one specific person when we won't. We won't. And staying on the best journey for health and fitness and wellness, emotionally, physically, mentally, is really defining it for yourself and then focusing on your journey, your own strength, challenging yourself. Like you hear that phrase, you it's you versus you. It's me versus me. I show up to my workouts to progress and be better than who I was before, to get stronger. Not compare, you know, like because there's people who could do 20 pull-ups and it does me no good by comparing myself to somebody who can do 20 pull-ups when I can't even do one. But what is going to serve me is building up that strength to get to one pull-up. And then when I get to one pull-up, continue to progress forward and do two pull-ups and then three pull-ups or whatever it is. Do you know what I'm saying? Like That's one small silly example, but I hope it depicts that You are not in competition with anybody else and you don't even have to be in competition with yourself. It's just showing up as your best self, honoring your body the way it is, living in a healthy way that is defined by you based on your values and your priorities and what's important to you. Because I'll tell you right now in my life, I value energy way more than aesthetics. And I wouldn't trade place with somebody who has six pack abs and like ready to step on the stage and be in bikini competitions. I wouldn't trade place with her if she had adrenal fatigue. And hormonal imbalances. I really wouldn't. I would not. Some days I look in the mirror and I'm like, yeah, it'd be really nice to have those abs because I feel like I would put on my shorts a lot easier, my jeans a lot easier, and button my pants easier. But overall, no. Nope. Wouldn't wouldn't trade it. And it took a lot of thought and mindset work to get to this place, you guys. But it it happened through self-talk. Like it really, really, really did. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, This was just a rant. So I don't know if you got any tactical tips away from it other than just stop, stop comparing yourself to others or putting others on pedestals because they have leaner abs than you. I don't even know. But thank you for listening to today's episode. Don't forget about the Feminine Fitness Foundations, my self-paced e-course, and just know that pretty soon the details for the Feminine Fitness Bootcamp that's happening in September, enrollment opens in August, so you have all of August to think about it, or you can be one of the early ones, snag your spot, and get a bonus of the Protea Baseline Supplement that you guys know I love. The first five people who enroll in the Feminine Fitness Bootcamp get a free bottle of Baseline Plus from me as a gift for joining in on the Feminine Fitness Bootcamp. You can enroll as soon as August rolls around. Look for that on my Instagram. It'll be in my Instagram bio. It'll be in the show notes of this podcast episode. And I cannot wait for this. So you have two options, self-paced, starter, 
dip your toe in or the feminine fitness boot camp but make sure you guys get in on the feminine fitness boot camp because this is a program that is a group coaching experience that I only do a handful of times that a year and I believe this is going to be my last one for 2021. I did one in January and then I'm doing one as a group coaching here in September and October and I don't believe I'm going to be doing another one until 2022. So make sure you guys um, get in on this round and yeah, thanks for listening today and I will talk to you guys next time. Hold up, my friend. Wait a minute. Do you wish there was a way to stop the weight loss struggle? Let's end the misery of cutting calories and increasing cardio as our only approach to achieving our goals. And I know what it feels like to be constantly obsessing over my body, working out harder, eating less while not seeing results and actually seeing things go completely backwards. Imagine if you knew how to work with your body, what would it be like to deeply know and understand what your body is going through and give it exactly what it needs to look and feel your very best? This is exactly why I created the Feminine Fitness Foundations course, where I teach you how to sync your fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle with your cycle while increasing your metabolism. You will walk away with understanding each phase of your cycle, what is supportive for each phase, And I know that most plans have you focus on what to cut out, stop doing, or eliminate. But my approach is teaching you to focus on what is supportive for your body and what to do to enhance your everyday life, not deprive you from it. For a limited time, the Feminine Fitness Foundations is available as a self-paced beginner's course. If you get started right now, you will get access to the course and bonus materials like my cycle syncing cheat sheet, meal plan, food list, and four-week strength training program. You guys, go to tinyurl.com forward slash feminine foundations and enroll right now like go right now sister because i cannot wait to help you realize your hormones are your superpower not the curse of aunt flow and how to use cycle syncing strategy to work with your body instead of against it so the link again is tinyurl.com forward slash feminine fitness or you can check out the link in the show notes of this episode, or it's always in my Instagram bio as well.